Welcome to the Pipe Cottage Podcast. We're glad you stopped by. Now grab a pipe, fire up a bowl, and enjoy the conversation. Here's your host, Dr. Alan Harrelson. Hello all and welcome back to the Pipe Cottage. This is Alan Harrelson with a special, special guest and a special friend of mine here today, Mr. Dwayne Noel from Dry Creek Wrangler School. Y'all already know him. I don't have to introduce him. I probably don't even have to mention his name. Uh, but today we are visiting together at the um, Mule Town Pipe Show at uh, the Briarworks Factory in Columbia, Tennessee. And we wanted to sit down and make a video since we're visiting together and kind of talk about a topic that's been on my mind. And I know Dwayne's thought about it a lot and it's, it's, it's a topic that's important to him as well. But the topic for this video is going to be be yourself. Just be yourself and monitor who influences you we live in an age now where we have people who are called influencers some of that's good a lot of it is not uh and i am thankful uh for the people who have written emails in to me uh explaining that i've helped them on their pipe journey or whatever the case may be and i know Dwayne gets emails all the time from people who are talking to him about uh, the horse world and uh, actually people from various walks of life who have been influenced by his personality and his experience uh, that he shared on, on YouTube and his podcast. So, uh, Dwayne, first of all, thank you, sir. Well, thank you for having me. It's a, it's a privilege and an honor. Um, I don't have many people that I can call close friends in this world, but our relationship has benefited me greatly. Well, and me as well. So, it, it, I guess what I'd... Well, first of all, let's talk about... Because people are going to want to know immediately, what are we smoking in our pipes? Because we're at a pipe show. And what's the blend? So, what do you have uh, in that pipe? And what's the pipe? I have a... I have Galway's Jackknife Ready Rub and, and an SMS Meerschaum. Now, it's kind of funny. Uh, we came here to, uh, you know, to the Briar Works pipe <laughs> show. right. And I went up and down the rows, and there's all these expensive hand-carved briar pipes and everything. And I found a bucket. There's a table had a tub of estate pipes, and he had a couple of meerschaums in there. And so that's what I got was I picked this up today. I love my smooth meerschaum pipes. And uh, I actually brought one a lot like this in to see if I could get it. Uh, get a new stem put on it because it's an old old friend of mine and uh, that pipe but so i got this and i got a tub of uh, the jackknife which i like i don't care much for the really sweet uh tobaccos and stuff and so this is like my third bowl of this stuff today great day yeah, in the morning i know <laughs> you must really like find it. what you like and stick with it that's right well uh, i've got uh, an old Boswell here. It's an estate pipe that I bought from Boswell's website, and I love this thing. It's a setter. It's got a it's got a flat part on the bot bottom of it where you can set it on the table. And uh, 
I, and it is just a wonderful, wonderful pipe to smoke. And so inside of it, I've got actually a blend that I spoke about in a couple of my recent videos, Ruins of Windsor uh, from the Country Squire in Jackson, Mississippi. So there you have it. Now we're in the pickup. We're in my pickup truck today because there's so many people at this event. And it's cold out. And it's cold outside. And, and Dwayne is old and <laughs> rickety and cranky when it gets cold. So he said, let's make a video. And I said, not unless we can get out of the wind. And uh, so we, we come in here to the truck. Yep. And it's a comfortable environment for me. And so, Dwayne, let's kind of cultivate this topic a little bit. Okay. Let's plow some ground and see what comes to mind. All right. Now, we have not rehearsed mm -hmm. this. Uh, we have not created an outline for the videos. I don't like to do it, doing that with my videos. No. I just talk and let it be natural. But uh, I would like to get your thoughts on uh, the importance of being yourself, first of all, and second of all, monitoring and being careful who you let influence you, either as a young person or a not-so-young person. Well... The first thing I'd say, there, there's a big thing, you know, today in society about just be yourself. But there's a problem with that um, because people will take themselves and they will use that as an excuse to be something that they shouldn't be. Exactly. So I, 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 I'd say before you be yourself, make sure you're yourself is somebody that you need to be. Exactly. Um, I think that's the first the first thing um, you you know we both of us and especially in my channel you know we talk to young men and uh, and a couple of my last videos and podcasts I've kind of made the point that you need to have a view as, as a young man you need to have a view to the the man that you ought to be the man that you want to be uh, a man that is a man that a good man that good men will respect and uh and outside of things that you should not be morally and whatever um you uh outside of that it's important to be yourself because uh, if you're not yourself you're not anybody because you can't be somebody else yeah well i um it took me a while to learn that and i am probably 20 years younger than you are and I'm not telling you age, but <laughs> everybody everybody knows my age. It when I was in my and and maybe this maybe this will be of benefit to some people because I know a lot of people follow my channel that, that are teenagers and in their early twenties, and I certainly know that people are in that age group that follow you. Um, when I was at that age of about eighteen to twenty five, I was highly vulnerable to influences of different kinds now i never got in a situation where i was influenced by people who wanted me to do drugs or be uh, uh running around with women every weekend and, and, and trying to demonstrate masculinity in those ways but i was in a situation where okay i'd learned a lot from my daddy and uh Daddy taught me a great, great deal, but actually I didn't realize how important the things that Daddy taught me actually were until I got closer to the point where I was married. And I was close to 30 before I was married. But I 
several people came into my life during that time frame, 18 to 25, um, that um, influenced me in both good and bad ways. Um, I won't get into the, all the details of that because it's just, I guess that's personal information. But at the end of the day, what I learned during that time frame from 18 to 25 is that I needed to have a, a spirit of discernment. I needed to learn how to discern who it was I was going to allow to influence me and who it was that was trying to influence me for the sake of either their own legacy or their own reputation to create somebody who follows them and uh, uh, increases uh, their view of their own life. And it's difficult for me to explain this because I don't want to really talk about particular examples. Right. Because it gets a little bit too personal when you do that. Uh, but there were people in my life during that early stage that tried to get me to uh, uh, be a part of their life. If somebody that didn't have children, for instance, they would say, okay, I'm going I'm to bring you on. You're going you're gonna to be a part of my life, and I may allow you to be a part of my inheritance. I mean, it's not something that you would... Uh, think would happen, but it does. Uh, there are people in this world, in this country, who um, are looking for a way to extend their legacy. Yeah. And if they don't have children, or they don't have children who want to continue a particular legacy that they have in mind, then they're looking for a way to fill it. Right. And we have to be very, very careful of that. We have to be who we are do what's important for our life, for our marriage, for our children when we have children, uh, rather than allowing ourselves to be influenced by uh, those who are trying to promote a personal agenda. Does that make any sense? It does. Um, we need to we need to realize we need to understand that a lot of a lot of times people that are trying to influence you in your life are doing it from a sense of they are looking for justification for their life. That's a good point. They want you, if if they can steer you in the direction they went, then they can have some vindication for the direction that they've gone. They're, they'll use you uh, for them to feel better about the choices that they have made. Um, but the other thing is, is when we grew up, when you grew up and I grew up, our influences were what was physically right there in our area. Yes. Okay. I, when I grew up, shoot, I don't even know if there was computers when I grew <laughs> up. I know there wasn't internet. You know, we didn't have any of that. There wasn't any of that. So now it's much more important today because you can get online and you can find a innumerable people who are out there deliberately to try to influence you in in different ways so it's not it's not just you, you it's not just a case of you having to be careful what youtube videos you watch mm -hmm. and what podcast you listen to and who's trying to um well i said that backwards it's not just the people that you go to school with or you hang out with down at the river or you go to the bar with who's trying to influence you but it's all the people online uh, and so you have a lot more to sort through yeah. today. Uh, you have, you're introduced to a much greater, broader range 
yeah. of influences. Well, you know, it would, listening to you talk brings to mind a quote from General Robert E. Lee. And uh, I don't care what anybody thinks about me quoting Robert E. Lee. He is one of the greatest Americans that ever lived. And I have nothing to lose in talking about him. But I read a book of quotes from General Lee when I was about 17, 18 years old. And uh, I just thought of another point that I'm going to talk about in a minute. But the, 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 the point that he made in one of those quotes was he was actually talking to his son. He's, and his son was, uh, I think, uh, about 18, 20 years old. And he wrote a letter to his son said, When you're dealing with other people, know that they almost always have their own advantage in mind. Absolutely. And so while we should be kind and generous and, and gentlemanly to others, uh, never let your own interest uh, fall to the back burner. Right. Uh, that's not what the general said, but that's that's the the gist. Of that's it. a paraphrase. Yes, it's yeah. a paraphrase. And when I was a teenager, uh, when I was and even younger than that, I started reading Southern history and reading about the war. And when when I say the war, I mean I mean the the eighteen sixty one sixty five uh, uh, event. Uh, I was heavily heavily influenced by the writings of General Lee mm -hmm. and General Jackson, and men that I had never met. Men that don't go on YouTube and make videos, and they don't have podcasts, but they wrote material. Right. Influence. Uh, I don't think, and even though you and I both are doing social media, people just need to learn how to read again. Yeah. And be influenced by those who are long since dead, not simply those who are living and and making videos and podcasts. Although there's nothing mutually exclusive about the two of them right right you know what i'm saying i do um and uh and i would say the other thing i would say along this line is uh words are cheap even good words are cheap there are people who will they drift with the wind on their topics yeah these influencers, you know, the people and motivators, I, influencers is, is, you know, I don't, but motivators, you know, that are on there on podcasts on different stuff, which is what we do. Yeah. But they kind of drift with the wind and, and they'll say what is beneficial to be said at that point, And they'll say good things. But if you dig deeper, their life is not backing up what they're saying. Mm -hmm. So don't look for examples. Don't take, for example, a man whose words on the surface are right and good, but his life aren't backing him up because it's a poisoned well. Um, because ultimately, in the end, you're wanting to learn to live life yes. good. And living life is more than just words. Yes, indeed. So you don't just seek out men who say the right words. Uh, but if you want to be influenced to be a good man, then seek influence from good men. Yes. And I'm sure you've seen this. I know you've seen this. But there are so many people, both men and women, who are craving for somebody to give them some attention. Just listen to their story. Yeah. And give them a sense of direction. Right. And so how do you think social media has either hurt or helped 
this problem that we have in this country with young people especially who are looking for a sense of direction for their own life i mean i came here to this pipe show today and i've got people coming up to me and i know they came up to you too much younger than i am i mean i'm 36 years old and i had people came up to me who were in their early 20s and shook my hand and thanked me not only for pipe content but for my worldview, my outlook on life. So that is a responsibility that I don't take lightly. But uh, and I'm trying, trying to gather my thoughts on this. Anyway, let's go back to the question. What is your perspective on the role that social media has played in influencing particularly young people today? Well, it's, it's a two-edged sword. I mean, if you have somebody who has a good message, a wholesome message, they have a much broader platform and they can reach a lot more people. Yeah. You know, I, I get feedback, content, comments from people all over the world. Um, could have never done that before. But by the same token, if you take someone that was born in a small town, rural America years ago, and, um, and they had a good influence in their life, the odds are the space taken up by that good influence uh, was space that was not filled by bad influence. Yeah. So there was limited bad influence. But just as good influence has a much broader platform today, so does bad influence. Yeah. Uh, just as broad. And so the bad influence reaches just as many people yeah. as a good influence yeah. does. And uh, so I think that that is the two-edged sword of social media today and this current hunger of young people going to YouTube and Instagram and podcasts and stuff to try to find some teaching and some direction that they didn't get personally. Yeah, I, I see exactly what you're saying. Uh, the only reason I decided to continue even doing videos yeah. is because I got frustrated with uh, folks who are on social media providing what I would consider to be a wrong message. Now, I'm not saying I've got the only message. Right. But what I'm saying is I want at least another perspective to be heard. Right. Whether we're talking about pipe culture or history, literature, whatever the sake may be. Th that's the good thing about this country. We have the right to register our insights. Right. And social media has become a way where we can have a voice. I mean, I and I met people at this pipe show today who I've never laid eyes on before in my life. Come up to me, shake my hand, say I appreciate what you do. Yeah. And and most of them said I I appreciate more than simply what you're doing with pipes. Right. It's right. the world view that's involved because right. there are people out there who want who who believe the same as I do, but they want somebody to articulate what they believe. Well, there's, there's two things. There's articulation, but it's also, and I hear this a lot, there's people who feel like where they're at personally, they're the only ones who feel that way. Yeah. That they are the only ones who are still holding on to wholesome right paths. And so when they hear someone on, whether it's on YouTube or that who, who articulates how they feel, who articulates their standards. Yeah and their beliefs, then it gives them a little bit more courage to stand up and continue to say, you know what? I'm not the only one. That's right. I'm not That's the only right. one. That's right. And it's, you know, the pipe smokers, 
because uh, this is primarily a pipe centric channel. But yeah. pipe uh, pipe smokers feel alone. <laughs> All, every time they go on their front porch and they think there's nobody right. within 50 miles that smokes a pipe. Right. But what I've learned in co going to these shows, and I would encourage you, if, it, it, if you've not been to a pipe show, take the time to do it. Work out the expenses, work out the schedule, and go to a pipe show. Because there you will meet people of not only like-minded interest regarding hobbies, but most of the time you'll find that you have a great deal in common. Right. And you can uh, develop friendships that can often last a lifetime. And friendships that last a lifetime are extremely rare now. Right. But um, I want to, I want, actually, I, I'll share this story right quick. Um, if you watch the last video that Dwayne and I did uh, together on this channel, I mentioned a gentleman by the name of Dr. McCray. And uh, he was a brain surgeon in Mobile, Alabama. And actually, I didn't tell you this. I had about three people today came to me and told me that they know who Dr. McCray yeah. is. One fella came up to me and said that uh, Dr. McCray helped save one of his family members because they got in a car wreck and he was one of the brain surgeons. Yeah. And so I mentioned that in one of the last videos, actually the one that Dwayne did and I together, that we did together. And... Um, I had a gentleman and his wife from Birmingham, Alabama, came up to me at this pipe show at Briarworks, and they told me, said, we have a gift for you. They told me that they were good friends of Dr. McRae, and because I said, I've, I've said multiple times that this is the man who really got me started into pipe smoking. He's 88 years old now. I didn't even know he was still alive. Yeah. But he lives in Greene mm -hmm. County, Alabama, and they said, come on out here uh, behind the shop. I want to show you something. And they showed me a video on their phone that Dr. McRae made for me. And this is the first time I've seen this man in probably seven or eight years. And he was smoking a 7L673KS, which is the same pipe that I remember him smoking often when I would visit his house. And he was there, just had his matches out there, and he, he gave me a beautiful message about how wonderful our relationship was and how good God has been to him and his family. And I sat there and started crying out here at the, at the, at, at the edge of the pipe shop. And then when they finished showing me that video, I said, you got to send that to me because yeah. I got to show the wife when I get back home. But that wasn't all. Uh, this the, the gentleman reached in his pocket and he pulled out an old Nording pipe that's probably 35, 40 years old. And uh, it's been well used by Dr. McCray. And they told me, he said, uh, the doctor wanted you to have this pipe. And I imagine it was one of his pipes that he smoked a great, great deal. And so I took that pipe, I took it into uh, the shop and I gave it to a fellow in there Mad Pipes is the name of the company that restores pipes. And I said, I want you to put this pipe into perfect condition, and I don't care what it costs. This pipe will be the most important in my collection when I get it back from you. But what does all that have to do with influence and, and making sure that you be yourself? I was influenced by that man not through social media, not through Instagram. I was influenced by Dr. McCrae by sitting around his supper table at night 
and watching how well the pipe complemented his lifestyle. Right. And just how beautiful his life had become with his wife and his children and his career. Influence, the people who have influenced me most, and I'm gonna say this, and then you can tell me what you think about it. The people who have influenced me most in my life are not those that I simply know through social media. It's the people who I know face to face that I can shake their hand. I can share a bowl of tobacco with them. I can share a glass of bourbon with them. We can share a meal together. We can talk around a campfire. Social media is a good segue. It helps people to get a leg up, but it's not everything. It's not. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make two points. Uh, number one, I'm gonna say the people who have influenced me the most are people who had not set out to influence me. That's a great point. All right. That's good. The people who influenced, who have the most influence are not trying to influence you. Yes. They may be trying to help steer you a little bit yes. to help you bypass a trap, a pitfall, say, don't, son, don't fall into that, or to encourage you through a hard time, but they're not trying to make you into an image of them. Yes. And so out of a sense of balance and fairness of this subject of this video, um, if you watch Alan's uh, content or my content, um, I wanna say that the subject of, of this particular video is being yourself. Now, saying that, I think I need to say that if you want to be a good man, and you watch my content or his content, if beards aren't you, you don't have to have a beard to be a good man. <laughs> That's right. You don't have to wear a hat to be a good man. If you That's say, it's right. just not me, but you know, Dwayne wears a hat, you don't have to wear a hat. You don't have to smoke a pipe or cigars yes. to be you and to be a good man. You be a good, strong, proper man in a manner that suits you and you don't have to copy and mimic anybody else that's not that's not what we're trying to uh th this is just me all right Brower, i'm the only person i've seen today and i've been here all day long <laughs> yeah i'm the only person i've seen today in there that's been smoking a meerschaum pipe all day long but it's me i like it and i don't look around and say what's everybody else doing this is what i do all right and the pipe doesn't make me a good man all right and so you don't have you you can be you and so we're not i don't want anyone to get the improper idea that we're trying to say that you need to copy and mimic all the little aspects of our life that what make us us that's that's not where it's at not trying to influence you uh to be a a bearded cowboy, you know, riding and whatnot. Just want you to have a good life. Just want you to be a good man. And uh, and we try to live it, and we try to encourage it, and we try to teach a little bit, um, but we're not, I'm not trying to form you into my image, okay? And so the first step of being strong is not letting someone deliberately come along and try to form you into their image. Absolutely. You be true to yourself as long as yourself is good and worthy of being true to. Yes. Um, 
and so that that's my two points on that good good well uh i, I can't agree more because i've been through this i have i won't go into details because it's nobody's business but mine but i have known people in the past who i knew were trying to influence me so that i could so that they would have a carbon copy image of, of, of what they have become. Right. But I was young and I'm older now. I learned better. And what I have learned is that I love myself. Right. And, you know, it, it, that may sound selfish, but I love who God has allowed me to be. Right. Right. And there, there is a piece in that that cannot be described and cannot be mimicked by any other method. No, because, you know, the Lord, he made, if, if I were to talk about all the different kind of plants and animals that the Lord made, you can take a, two snowflakes and no, neither one of them are exactly the same. Right. You can take uh, two different kind of plants. I mean, two different leaves from the same tree and they're not exactly the same. Right. And I'm not saying that uh, I am promoting uh, multiculturalism, <laughs> but what I'm saying is that it's okay to be different as long as different is morally uh, guided. Right, right. Because and it, what you said earlier is an extremely important point because there's this attitude in the United States today that I'm going to be me, I'm going to be different. That means I can be as evil as I want to and it doesn't matter. Right, because I'm being true to me. Yeah, but that's not what I'm trying to say. No, here. no. There is, and I'm a very black and white man. I see a clear difference between right and wrong. There are not many gray areas uh, when it comes to the big life questions. Right. But um, I, that, 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 because when I was coming up in, in college and graduate school and everything, and a lot of people said, well, I'm going to do, I'm going to do what I want to do. If, if I want to be the biggest, baddest, meanest person in the world, I can do it and nobody can stop me because I want to be myself. That doesn't mean <laughs> that being yourself is the best version of yourself. Sometimes yourself ain't worth being. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. The best version of yourself and it is, is, it takes time. It's like growing a crop of corn. Right. Um, you plant the seed and uh, the best version of that corn crop is not going to be two weeks after you plant it. Right. The best version is when it's going to be seven feet tall and it's producing fruit and it's valuable to others. And you take that kernel of corn and you put that kernel of corn in the ground it has to die. That's right. It dies That's first before it can start growing any life. That's right. That um, corn kernel dies and then it starts putting up green shoot and it starts putting up life and then it produces more fruit when it's older and mature. But there has to be a death of what it was to start with. And a lot of times we have to look at the point where we say, look, I'm just gonna be me, but me's just no dang good, you know? Let, let me tell you this. I had a pastor years ago, because a lot of y'all knew that I was in ministry at one time. And uh, he told me that um, you can del deliver the same sermon now as a 25-year-old person. Right. But you can deliver that same sermon when you're 35 and 45 and 55 
and your outlook on that topic is going to be entirely different the older you get and the more experience you drive. Right, right. Yeah. And it's the same thing with learning who exactly you are as a person. Uh, who I am now is not what I was when I was 18. Right. I still have some of the same characteristics. I, I was raised by very, very good people. And my mom and daddy came from good stock. And I'm thankful to the Lord for it. But I had to learn where I fit into the general program. Right. When I said, I mean, Daddy and I had a lot of different disagreements, but it wasn't very significant. But um, what 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 I had to learn as a young younger man is that I needed to learn who I was, how to be myself, while not neglecting the heritage and the upbringing that I had received. Right. Which was never a goal in the first place. Right, right. Because I knew that I was raised correctly. Right, right. So, got anything else you want to say? No, I think we about covered it. Well, I'm going to stop it because my videos don't need to go any longer than this. Uh, Y'all, I, I love you so much. And, um, I, and I love this man right here. Uh, Dwayne Noel has become a precious friend of mine. And it's an unbelievable honor for him to just sit down in the pickup truck and share a pipe and talk with me a little bit. I hope you got something from it. Uh, I hope you enjoyed a little bit of this conversation. Uh, Dwayne, anything else you want to say? Uh, I don't I don't think so. I, I, I appreciate you guys too. I appreciate all the people out there who have enough um, self-awareness to say, you know what? I'm not what I ought to be. And and enough wisdom to say, I, I need to start finding ways to improve and to grow, and uh, and then to be willing to give the time. Yeah. Uh, and when I say time, I'm talking years. Mm -hmm. uh, years. Just the man that you are today, however old you are, don't look at well, how good am I going to be? Um, you know, am I going to be the man I want to be tomorrow? No, who are you going to be in 20 years? And what's the path that you're going to be willing to take and the determination and the sacrifice that you're going to be willing to make in order to be a man in 20 years um, that you can, uh, I don't say be proud of, but be proud of, that you can respect yourself. Uh, give yourself the time and the discipline and the effort and the sacrifice uh, and be wise in where you get your um, advice and your influence from. And just stay with it. Don't quit. It's like anything in life. Don't quit. I get a little nugget of wisdom every time he opens his mouth. <laughs> it's just a blessing. It's a blessing to know this gentleman. Uh, Dwayne, thank you so much. Well, thank you for allowing me to come on and be a part of this. Well, I appreciate we, it. We're going to finish our pipes and uh, might go back in there and visit the pipe show here at Briarworks in Columbia, Tennessee a little bit. I've got to get back in there. I brought Mama with me <laughs> to this show, and she has spent more money than I have. Um, and uh, she's just gone hog wild in there. And uh, so I, I uh, the worst financial decision I ever made was to encourage and bring mama into the pipe and cigar world with me. Wow. And uh, if she had been like other wives and had been all about handbags and shoes and stuff, I'd have saved a lot of money. <laughs> and so I've left her unattended in there, but I do think I took my wallet when we come out. Well, yeah, praise so, the Lord for that. So I'm all right. Yes, yeah. indeed.
Yes, indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a privilege. It's been an honor to spend some time with you. Uh, this is Dwayne Knoll, Dry Creek Wrangler School, and Alan Harrison from the Pipe Cottage. Thank you for stopping by. We'll catch you all next time. Thank you for listening to the Pipe Cottage Podcast with Dr. Alan Harrelson. We look forward to visiting with you on our next episode.